Chick-fil-A are assholes. There's your synopsis. <laughs> down pick up the podcast we are much more educational than what you're going to see on tv and the people here are much better looking than those men in tights i guarantee well at least me but (laughs) But, yes we are better looking than you yes (laughs) yes (laughs) but needless to say uh well let's just let's just go around the room here and let me introduce all these lovely gentlemen and whatnot. Uh, uh from my left to my right on my Skype screen, the ever reliable Mr. Brother Sinatus. Hello. Hello, sir. And welcome back, Mr. Sharks himself, Mr. Impaler. It's Sater from the Sater Spear podcast. Well, hello there, Anthony. So happy to be back. About time you got your ass back here. If I could just, I'm sorry, I'm a working actor. If I could just get Joey on here and whatnot, it'd be, and then Joey and you and Patrick, we have a, you know, like a, what's it called? A poker dozen? I don't know. Use your words. <laughs> I don't know poker. I only know pokem. <laughs> oh, Lord. The only words he knows are safety words. Yeah, that's for sure. And that's uh, Mr. Blue Jeans guy, uh, Mr. David, who's also joining us. <laughs> Do I really have to put down this TV? I was so looking forward to having it. <laughs> <sighs> what good is looting if you're going to start creating rules? I'm just saying. Oh, well, you want, we, we have no rules here. You are in a no-rule zone. You can say good. pretty much whatever you want, and you can yell fire here in the theater, and you will not be arrested in the world of This Week in Gay. So, without further... After all, when you've seen Anthony's pee-pee, there are no more rules. <laughs> After you've seen that, your whole life changes. Your universe is shaken to its core. All My right. therapist is enjoying all this, too. <laughs> all right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into some news. There's a whole shitload of news we got to get to. But first, let's talk about what some GOP actually is issuing tolerance on gay issues. Huh? David, tell us about this. Yes, House Majority Leader Newt Gingrich, uh, I mean Rep. Eric Cantor, <laughs> urges GOP tolerance on gay issues. Um, 1994 called and they want their catchphrase back. Just saying. <laughs> uh, clearly concerned about the GOP's eroding base among young voters and minorities, House Majority Leader Rep. Eric Cantor is calling for his party to show more tolerance regarding LGBT issues. Cantor, as you doubtlessly know, has been his party's point man. Is that anything like, uh, <laughs> never mind, uh, on thwarting numerous gay rights issues? I think an even bigger issue than that from a cultural standpoint is the acceptance of diversity and the acceptance of diversity of opinion, Cantor said. Yeah, as long as, the Europe, as, long as your opinion is their opinion. Yeah. Uh, explaining that while, he may, that while he may have his own personal opinions on morality or religion, at some point, we're all here as Americans, and we all have to be appreciative of other people's views, as long as there are our views. <laughs> and it's that tolerance, I think, that tolerance is something that, it's that tolerance, I think that that tolerance is something that enables people to be passionate about their positions. And if you're for gay marriage, this country allows you to express your views, as long as you shut up. Some states support it and allow it, and others don't. But it's okay to have that difference of opinion in that, as long as you keep your mouth shut, he said. (laughs) Cantor, who is also part of the leadership group that has brought a lawsuit against the Obama administration's decision to not enforce the Defense of Marriage Act, argued that open discussion and diversity are what make the nation unique and warned against institutional attempts to enforce a standard position on the population. Um, Isn't that basically what the Republican Party's whole thing is? Yeah. When asked if the Republican Party specifically needs to do a better job of accepting opinions on gay marriage and other cultural issues that do not align with party orthodoxy, Cantor said, absolutely not. (laughs) 
While Cantor's motives for this call are transparently self-serving, it's going to be amusing to watch hate groups turn on their house standard bearer. Now all he's got to do is go back on on uh, Fox and just say, "Well, I was quoted out of context. They cut that video. I really said this, <laughs> but they, but that left that main lamestream media just wants to misquote me all the time." Well, so. I, you know, let's take bets now. How long before this guy gets caught in the bathroom doing something? Allegedly, I don't, I don't think he's said anything. Well, I'm trying to remember. He looks sort of family. Well, I mean, you know, I, I do him. There's no doubt about it. He's cute. But, He's cute uh, in an older uh, country hick kind of way. <laughs> hey, I like him like that. <laughs> yes, I am well aware of that. But uh, needless to say, what's... Hicks of steel have helium heels. You, you, needless to say, you can't go out and say this and then turn around and be like for all these anti-gay amendments and everything else. So... Um, yeah, you can. It's been done for years. Yeah, I know. But we're actually that. Well, there's this great thing called the Internet. And now we can actually show how people are douchebags when they try to do that. So. So, kids, be aware, just because someone says that they're on your side doesn't necessarily mean that they are. Wink, wink. Well, it just depends on which side they're on. Well, true. But I mean, there's Upper some bottom. Democrats, too, that's that screwed up and back down on our issues. I, so I mean, they're on our side as long as we're helping them get elected. Pretty much, or yeah. paying or paying for it. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because all the tax money has to go somewhere. Well, of course. So. All right. I don't know if there's anything more we can pretty much say about that, but just uh, just be making making you kids aware of your elected officials that you need to vote out of office. So I'll just say it once again. 1994 called, and they want their political catchphrase back. What's the catchphrase? Tolerance. Oh, is that what 1994 yep. did? Yeah, yeah. When um, when the Republicans took over Congress back in 1994, oh. that was one of Newt's big things he was talking about. In fact, the whole Republican buzzword at that time was tolerance to do with um, all of their "quote unquote" family values issues. Yes, yes. Well, you know, that's why you're using new, new Gingrich, right? Right. All right, well, let's move on to the next story. And this was actually kind of a shocker to me. I never even knew about this, but Scott, tell us about this. Ride, Sally, ride. <laughs> Sally Ride is outed in obituary. When I, This is from Joe, my God. When I first posted yesterday's notice of pioneering astronaut Sally Ride's death, some readers immediately seized upon the mention of her partner of 27 years, Last night, BuzzFeed reporter Chris Gidner spoke to Ride's sister, who confirmed that Ride was indeed a lesbian. <laughs> the pioneering scientist was a statement from Sally Ride Center announced survived by Tam O'Shaughnessy, her partner of 27 years. With that simple statement listed alongside her mother, Joyce, her sister, Bear, her niece, Catelyn, and her nephew, Whitney, Ride came out. Bear Ride, I love that name, <laughs> talking with BuzzFeed, <laughs> said today, we considered Tam a partner of the, f- of the family, saying that her sister was a very private person, Bear Ride said. And people did not know she had pancreatic cancer. That's going to be a huge shock. For 17 months, nobody knew. Now everybody does. Memorial Fund is going to be in support of pancreatic cancer. And then uh, there's all these other wonderful Twitter comments of um, Sally Ride's partner won't get federal benefits because committed relationships that last 27 years are a danger to society. And uh, Mitt Romney paid tribute to Sally Ride but neglected to mention her female partner 27 years or the federal benefits she will be denied. (laughs) Well, Mitt Romney. Romney. I I didn't realize she was a lesbian either. Yeah, this was – I mean, it's not really a big story, but it's just sort of interesting that, you know, the first woman in space was a lesbian. So, I, I don't know. I guess hey, we, I mean, maybe, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't, uh, maybe this really shouldn't be a big deal. Maybe, um, maybe this, the, because, you know, maybe us making it a big deal is part of the problem. Okay. But one correction here. She was not the first woman in space. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, she was the first American woman in space. Oh, the first woman in space was a Soviet uh, okay. cosmonaut. I forget her name right now. She had a name that's like two feet long. 
but um, in Soviet Russia, space goes in you. <laughs> exactly. Very good. That, that I just remember hard a bit. Picture like good God, the eighties hair. God, I miss it. Yeah, I, I will say one one very thing, very nice thing though. Yay for um, the uh, touched by an angel people because Sally Ride was a guest star on there one time. Oh, really? It was like a, a brief cameo, but yay for them. I mean, they were always, it was always a gay friendly program to begin with. Um, and this obviously, you know, now yes, it's even more gay friendly. Death was hot. That's why. Well, yeah. But uh, Reverend Della Reese, Della Reese is actually a, a new thought minister as well. Holy crap. She, we uh, have a, sorry to interrupt you. We just had an influx of people into the chat room. Hello, chat room. Who did what this week to bring everybody in? <laughs> well, maybe I did. Maybe I Twittered it. Oh, look, we have Miss Nessa from Nessa. the Hello Nessa podcast. Hi, Nessa. And we have Toppy Smelly from the Smellcast podcast. Hey, Toppy. And we have my buddy Techno Cowboy. Ooh. That and hot. I don't know who Nutty Fluffer is, but I love the name. Te- Techno Cowboy, can you send me a picture? That sounds, you sound hot. That's a name that said that I could just see like a big burly daddy type guy in like leather with like steel boots on or something. Or is that just my imagination? <laughs> you could call me Jeremy. <laughs> All I'm saying is you're giving me some really good material for later on. He's also in Columbus, Anthony. Who's in Columbus? Uh, Jeremy is. Oh, hello there. <laughs> Sadly, I'm taken. And I'm not getting much sex. But moving on to the next story. <laughs> All right. This isn't so much about the news as it's Anthony's therapy session, really. Yeah, pretty much. How many of the uh, Shanty No Lemon podcasts did you ever listen to? It's always about Anthony. <laughs> right? It's me. It's all about me. Well, actually, no. Actually, a Shanty No Lemon is a little bit about Tim, too. Tim gets the, the spotlight quite often there. Veritable Virgo has joined us. God, where are you? know, Join us on Skype, people. So we're always here, 7 o'clock on uh, Easter Standard Time on Pride48.com. So you're all welcome to join the show and participate. I can Hi, add, Nessa. Uh, How you I doing, can add my Jeremy niece? to the call if you like. So uh, moving on to speaking of attractive people. This guy is actually an attractive picture of the gay DC couple bashed in a hate crime. And why is it always the good-looking people who get bashed? Washington, D.C. police are investigating an attack on a local gay couple who was attacked by a mob as they walked home. Investigators say, that sus- investigators say they suspect the assault was hate-motivated as the assailants did not ask for anything and did not take anything. Michael Joe Hall and his partner Michael Rook I think that's right. Were jumped by a gang of men as they were attacking, as they were walking home. The men had been dropped off near their home when friends say they were ambushed. The group severely beat Hall. His cheek was broken, and he suffered other facial injuries. Roki was beaten, but his injuries were far less severe. Roki's mother, Michelle, says she's convinced the men would have killed had not been for a woman and her boyfriend who intervened. The attackers ran away with the tone of the victim's cell phone. Hall was taken to Howard University Hospital, where he went, underwent surgery on Monday afternoon. Hall does not, does not have health insurance. His friends have set up a Facebook page and a PayPal account to help pay for his hospitalization. So you can go to that. If you go to Joe My God and look up the story, you can go to that PayPal account and donate. But once again, making you, uh, making you kids aware of being aware of, of where you are at all times, especially when you're out and about, making sure you're protecting yourself as you're walking down those streets. Gentlemen, any thoughts? I don't know what to say. I mean, well, Joey told me to do the the bad stories too. So unfortunately, the bad stories are pretty much just, uh, uh, you know, just we got to report them. Just uh, try and make you guys aware that the some crap is still going on, even though we're making progress. You still got to protect yourself. So that's the only advice I can give you, kids. So. All right, on to the next story. Uh, David, you want to read this one about Bloomberg? Sure. Uh, Bloomberg, gay marriage has generated $259 million for New York City in its first year. Earlier today, I mentioned that same-sex marriage became legal in New York State exactly one year today. This is from Joe My God, by the way. 
Uh, just hitting my inbox is the below message from Mayor Bloomberg. Mayor Michael R. Bloomberg, City Council Speaker Christine C. Quinn, NYC and Company CEO George Fertitta, and New York City Clerk Michael McSweeney today announced that one year after the enactment of the Marriage Equality Act, same-sex marriages in New York City have generated an estimated $259 million in economic impact and $16 million in city revenues. At least 8,200 same-sex marriages, marriage licenses were issued in the first year, accounting for more than 10% of the 75,000 marriage licenses issued in New York City since July 4, 24th last year. There you go, at 10%. The economic impact survey was conducted by NYC and Company and the city clerk's office and found same-sex marriages generate significant additional revenue for New York City's tourism industry, with more than half of same-sex couples holding wedding celebrations in venues across the five boroughs. More than 200,000 guests travel from outside the city to same-sex marriage events, and more than 235,000 hotel room nights were booked at an average daily room rate of $275. The announcement was made at the Manhattan Marriage Bureau, where the mayor and speaker also were joined by Assemblymember Daniel O'Donnell, not to be confused with the PBS singer, City Council Member Jimmy Van Brammer, Mark Solomon, National Campaign Director for Freedom to Marry, and Nick Fatos, Senior Partner of Starbright Floral Design, a small business that has seen a rise in revenue the last year. Marriage equality has made our city more open, inclusive, and free, and has also helped to create jobs and support our economy, said Mayor Bloomberg. New York has always been a great place to get married, and since the passage of the Marriage Equality Act, we're welcoming more and more couples, their family and friends from around the world, around the country and the world. I'll admit that I'm clueless when it comes to the revenue multipliers used to create an economic impact figure like $259 million. Surely we've got a bright MBA out there that can edumacate us. Um, I think simply what he's talking about economic activity, not that I have the MBA, is simply, you know, people are staying in um, hotels, obviously, to, to get married. They're also eating meals and probably going to bars and everything else. So they're just figuring that that many more people coming to New York for the purpose of marriage, there's going to be all these other side expenses and probably even going to Broadway plays and everything else while they're there. So uh, basically... A faggot the, going to a Broadway play? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, yeah, I know what you mean. I, 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 there's straight people that go to them too. I know that's shocking. I think I think just just this just goes to show that let me try that one more time. This goes to show what a resounding success marriage can be for any city or state if it's actually allowed. I mean, it actually will generate revenue. Yeah. Um, so I don't know you know, why. So these other states aren't doing it. You guys are idiots. You're losing out on our money. Hey, you know. I guess they figure, you know, well, that $259 million is going to do them a lot of good when that asteroid takes them out. Well, they had the asteroid or the end of the world or God coming down and his magical sleigh, you know, either either way. Well, uh, it, I mean, we'll get to God here when we get to the wonderful chariot. I thought he had a flaming chariot. Flaming chariot that sort of looks like a sleigh. It depends on which version of the Bible it's drawn in, so. Um, oh, Okay. But anyhow, I guess the sling can look like a hammock too. Say what? Nothing. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Sinatus, take me to Oklahoma and save me here. Well, I don't know if it's going to be great though. Oklahoma gay man injured after his car was firebombed in hate crime. No Oklahoma. Crap. Gay man says he was nearly killed this weekend after Vandal scrawled fag on his car and set it ablaze. It happened the morning of Saturday, July 21st, in an alley behind his home. And uh, let's see, I'm skipping a little bit. Uh, John Ferguson says his car alarm woke him up, and when he walked outside, a couple of people were vandalizing his car as he approached. Them, one of them, one of the suspects threw something at his Camaro that caused an explosion and fire. Ferguson rushed uh, inside his home and called 911. He also jumped in the shower and attempted to peel parts of his melted shirt 
off his body. Oh, One of his God. roommates took a picture, photo of the burning car while waiting for fire and police crews to arrive. Ferguson was rushed to the hospital in an ambulance and with first and second degree burns to uh, his face, arms, and torso. He was treated and released. Yes. On the Sunday the 25th, oh, on Sunday, the 25-year-old returned home for his first time since the fire. He is frustrated because he has no idea who did it. So, but then again, it's more of what, you know, be safe. Let's see. Techno Cowboy said the police aren't sure they're going to call it a cake cry after the fire was put out. You could still read fag on his car. Yeah, how could you not call it a hang cry? It's kind of obvious, especially. Well, he might have been advertising. He he might have been very political and letting people know he was a fag. He 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 might have spray painted that himself. Oh yeah, yeah, because everybody wants that on the on the back of their car in such a terribly spray painted graffiti style. Yeah, I mean, if anything, if he was really, if he's gay, he's gonna at least buy a bumper sticker print out at Kinko's. I mean, come on. So. Well, once again, folks, kids, just once again, you got to be careful of uh, not that not to take, you know, not, I'm not saying don't take enjoyment in being coming out and being gay, but be very aware of your surroundings. Protect yourself as best you can. Um, you know, buy cameras for your houses because, you know, and then I know David's going to think I'm paranoid and conspiracy theories, but, you know. No, really? <laughs> But come seriously though, you need you guys. You have to protect yourselves, especially if you're in the southern states, especially if you're in rural areas. Learn self. De- yeah, Toppy Smelly says it. Learn self defense. Um, you know, just just do what you can. Be aware of your surroundings. If you're in a rural neighborhood, buy a camera just for the hell of it. You never know when that may come in handy in situations like this. So. You know, we should support the Christian right and carry around firearms. You know what? I've come totally 180 on that because I really think people should always be carrying firearms now. There was a video of this. These kids came into um, an internet cafe and they're trying to rob people. This old man pulls out his gun and basically just nails both of them and whatnot. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I've totally come 180, especially with the whole Batman thing and whatnot. Um You'll probably hear a rant that I put on um, a Paul's uh, podcast this week. But I think um, everybody should have the right to carry guns. And if probably if we all carry guns, we've had a lot less people shooting everybody. So. As long as they're muskets. Because that's what we had when we had the Second Amendment. No, I so want we should exactly. all carry around muskets. I want cannons. I want a cannon in my front yard. So... You step on my property, I'm going to take the big ball, I'm going to put it in there, and then I'm going to light, put it down with smoking powder and then light it and then turn it, and then probably it's going to fire the opposite way like in the Bugs Bunny cartoon. But at least it'll be already, the effort. I guess you already have the flaming oil, you big flamer. <laughs> all right, all right, let's go to Massachusetts, if you would, Scott. This just in. Massachusetts Supreme Court rules civil unions must be treated as marriages. Really? I know. Crazy talk. The ruling came down in the case Elijah Warkner versus Elijah Gay and Lesbian Advocates and Defenders. Glad. Represented Richard Elijah, who obtained a license to marry Todd Warnaker. I'm mispronouncing his name. Warren Kenan Smith, Todd Smith, October 2005. <laughs> Mr. Elijah did not know at the time that Mr. Smith was in a civil union with another person, which they had entered in Vermont in April of 2003. Scandalous. Mr. Warnikin and Mr. Elijah lived together as spouses until December 2008, and Mr. Warnikin filed for divorce in April 2009. Upon learning that Mr. Warnikin had never dissolved his pre-existing civil union, Mr. Elia filed a motion to dismiss the divorce complaint, arguing that because of the civil union, their marriage was never valid, and therefore there was nothing to dissolve. I well, told you when you start letting them civil unions be legal, it's going to destroy the institution of marriage. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Wasn't this maybe a, a possible plan? I think Joey, if he was here, he would say something they 
people i mean they they've done they, they would get married and then get divorced just so they could have it on the books yes am i wrong with that thought or it wouldn't put it past some people but i mean that's the way it needs to be done though too Nutty Fluffer says in the chat room, I'm in Massachusetts, have a hard time concentrating on the stories until I listen to the show later. Oh, okay. Um, but no, I, I would not, uh, Anthony, speak into the microphone. Okay, hold on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello? By the way, that guy was gay too. Um, but no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't point past it that they, this is basically just some legal rambling to try and get stuff on the books for appropriate reasons, so... Any other thoughts, gentlemen? It's wacky. It's wacky. Well, hey, we got some breaking news also in uh, HIV this week. Um, So, David, tell us about that. Yes. Um, Scientists in the United States said that Wednesday they had used a cancer drug to flush out the AIDS virus lurking dormant in trial patients' white blood cells, a tentative step towards a cure. The ability of the HIV gen- genome or reproductive code to hide out in cells and be revived after decades poses a major obstacle in the quest for a cure. Being able to expose the virus in its hiding place would allow scientists to target the host white blood cells in a killing blitz. It is the beginning of work toward a cure for AIDS, David Margolis, co-author of the study published in the journal Nature, told AFP as the International AIDS Conference was underway in Washington. Uh, hit the link. Never mind. Um, I say yay. You know, I I know quite a few people who are HIV positive, um, and uh, wow, anything that can be done potentially to um, to wipe this thing out. Well, this you know? would be. I mean, it's a little bit weird timing that came out right during the AIDS conference or this week where Hillary and Elton John spoke. But um, it, God, it would be nice. It's a conspiracy. Well, it, that's what AIDS news during an AIDS conference. What's next? <laughs> Actually, that's what a lot of people say. But this is the one time, David, I'm not. No, that's what you've said. Not a lot of people. <laughs> this is the one time I'm not jumping on the conspiracy train because it could be just a coincidence that this you came are, out. That you are a chalkboard away from being the next Glenn Beck. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would never use chalkboard. I use whiteboard because chalk gets whatever. Racist. <laughs> exactly. What's wrong? Chalkboard, Afraid of no. blackboards? No, it's because the chalk gets into your computers and it ruins your computers. That's why we never use chalk in computer class. Ha! Huh. And you thought I was racist. Go figure. Just sounded like Daniel Thompson. We still think just, that. just because, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, anyhow, moving on. So, um, so yeah, let's let's hope that this is the first step in actually coming up with a cure or, or you know, a vaccination or something. Absolutely. I there are just there are too many people yeah. I know. Um, you know. It, than are really good friends with that I, I would love to see them just say that they're cured, you know. So um, I, if this is if this is one part of the answer or the answer in and of itself, let it be. Please let it be. Well, it took us how many years before they actually came up with a somewhat HPV thing? So hopefully this will this will be sooner than that. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, people talk about the timing of getting rid of stuff like this, but I mean, what, 30 to 40 years after um, this thing was identified? Uh, I think that's actually pretty good. Now, I see, mean, Dave, if, look I was, at other- if I was a true conspiracy theorist, I would say HIV doesn't exist, but I don't agree with that. So I am, I am not totally crazy. So AIDS does exist. I've seen too many people with it. I've seen. I, I, I have not personally known anybody who's died from it. Well, actually, yeah, I have. I did. I knew a person who died from complications um, from AIDS. And, um, you know, if, if, if God, if Mark could have been given a few more years, nice. uh, he was just, anyway, move on. Well, sorry to hear about your friend, David. Yeah, I've talked about him on my show before. He was this uh, his drag queen I knew in Nashville. Um, his... Real name was Mark Middleton, which was he was public with, and his drag name was Bianca Page. And uh, I'll tell you, he was one of the most loved and respected people in the in the Nashville gay community. Um, just what he did 
with his uh, with the knowledge of his status. Uh, everything from setting up an AIDS awareness uh, support group uh, to setting up a foundation to to help people after he died. Um, just the amount of legacy, but my God, if we if we could just have still have Mark on the earth because he was one of the most loving people that I'd ever known. Uh, just amazing. He could disappear in a room, but when you got to know him, it was just this beautiful spirit uh, that came out with a huge amount of um, blazing glory when uh, whenever he put on the heel wig. But uh, he was just an amazing person, and I'm gonna quit bogarting the show here. So. Uh, well- Veritable Virgo says Timmy Ray Brown is the only person cured so far because of the leukemia treatment he received. Does it? Uh, what's that basketball player? Didn't he say he's cured too because they basically replaced all the blood in his body? So about Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, yeah. Does didn't he say basically there's a cure, but you have to like totally replace all your blood in your body? No, it's a well, bone marrow transplant. Yeah, even with that though, they're proving it, it can hide in organs and everything else. Uh, they've proven that even if um, even if it gets to so-called undetectable levels in the bloodstream, it has a way of hiding in the lymph nodes and certain other organs in your body. So it's uh, until something like this where they can completely flush that genome out of your cells somehow, um, there's not really a cure. Uh, somebody read the next story while I do some math. Okay, Chick-fil-A. Oh, God, no, 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 no Chick-fil-A. No (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Facebook account. Of all the stories, Anthony, you chose this one. A secondary story. Why don't you just give us a synopsis of what's happened? Well, what? Chick-fil-A are assholes. There's your synopsis. (laughs) Well, I mean, this really goes to show how much they'll go to. Um, Chick-fil-A claimed the toys were pulled because a possible safety issue. That, of course, is a complete lie, a lie that they're propagating with fake uh, Facebook accounts of Chick-fil-A's sympathists. Well, wait a minute, brother. Go back further. Let's start at the beginning of the story because – Well, that's the story you gave him, Anthony. You didn't give him the the two stories before. So let me re-summarize. For those of you listening to this in the future, um, basically Chick-fil-A – this was the week that Chick-fil-A's – president came out and basically said that they were happy that they were giving you know to anti-gay stuff and then basically you know gays are bad and you know the lord will save us all blah 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 chick-fil-a tried to distance themselves from that and then basically they said you know well we've always had christian values and whatnot like we don't go go stuff and so basically this is creating a big uproar between everybody at chick-fil-a and stuff from you know, uh, what's her face? The Alaska uh, bitch showing up at Palin. Palin showing up at Chick Fil A versus you know people supporting Chick Fil A, people boycotting Chick Fil A, and then I just find this hilarious. There, they actually tried. They, they Jeremy in the chat room says everyone knows what happened with Chick Fil A. Dead people know what happened with Chick Fil A. <laughs> Well, I'm just recapping for if anybody downloads this podcast because we get people that listen like two weeks late. But um, well, basically, well, good. two weeks they've known about it for two weeks now. <laughs> Anyhow, it's funny because they try to go on to their own. They try to create a fake Facebook account and basically, oh, oh yes, yeah, so, yeah, the Muppets basically pulled their support from Chick Fil A, and then Chick Fil A said it was for a safety issue, which we all know is bullshit. And then basically they try to go on Facebook and say, oh, something, you know, three weeks ago, check your facts. It's like, no fake Facebook account. We saw you just create this account eight hours ago. And yes, you're using stock photography for your photo. How stupid do you think we are? So, I mean, summary of it all, yes, Chick-fil-A are assholes. Now the question is, yeah, why are Muppets eating a Chick-fil-A in the first place? Have they no feelings for Camilla? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, the real you think question. Gonzo would be fuck Chick Fil A. So, so here's here's my viewpoint on this. You guys could probably disagree or agree with me. I'm sort of neutral because I'm of the mind where, like, first of all, I never go to any place where the spelling of the name is incorrect. So every time I see Chick Fil A, I wanted to take a marker to the sign and say C minus. See me after class. Does so, that mean you don't go to Krispy Kreme either? 
Uh, no, I do go to Krispy Kreme. I, I, well, you know, you they're are misspelled. Right. Yeah, I mean, they're misspelled too. You're right. I guess I gotta stop going to there. But first of all, it's it's bad and fattening for you. No self-respecting gay is gonna go there to begin with, and down and, and eat their food. I mean, it, it it's yeah, I know it's a trademark, but it's a stupid trademark variable. Um, it's so. I, I'm, I'm of the mind where I'm like, thank you, Chick-fil-A, for telling me what a bigoted company you are. So now we can choose where to spend our money. So well, I it's not I, like this is a surprise. I've known for at least a year they were a bigoted company. Well, we all know. But this is great. This is the first time he's just come out and, and, and said, oh, yeah, <laughs> we're a bigoted company. Yeah. Well, it's great now because all of our friends go, oh, no, that's not the case. Um, Hello. Look what this guy said. So I and I wish every CEO would do this to just come out and tell us, you know, how either for gays or anti gays they were, because that way that would help us choose really where to spend our money. And while they may, this actually may help them for a short while because they'll get all the hillbillies and everybody else to join, go to their stuff. Once that generation dies out, Chick fil A is not going to be able to survive this PR crisis. So just like Jack in the Box, you'll see maybe one in a few miles here and there. So. What's wrong with Jack in the Box? Jack in the Box had that PR crisis where somebody died from their food and they, they barely survived. I mean, you barely see them anymore. Uh, must not be here in California because they're all over in California. Oh, really? And I love them. Oh, well, you're crazy, but that's all in yeah, the story. There was one that opened at the base of the hill where my apartment was in Nashville, and this was after the crisis. So oh, God. they're doing quite well. Yeah, so anyhow, so I, I'm thinking, first of all, no self-respecting gay is going to eat there to begin with. Um, two, thank but you. they for, do. Thank you for telling us. And three, screw you. <laughs> Guys, thoughts? Yeah, well, I think we've been giving you our thoughts on this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, there's there's no Chick-fil-A's anywhere in this state that I know of, certainly not in the Michigan Tri-Cities area. And if there were, I would definitely be picketing them. Or go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. I can go to KFC. We're actually getting a Popeyes pretty soon. Yeah, because I'll endorse slavery before I'll endorse homophobia. (laughs) Yeah, and they actually, um, Kentucky Fried Chicken. We know that about you, Scott. Kentucky Fried Chicken, (laughs) if you're up on the PETA bandwagon, it's not that good either. So, but, um,. Although it was funny, I did see a beautiful picture. Somebody took Ernie and Bird and have them sitting on the beach with their arms around each other with a bucket of KFC. I thought that was great photography. So, but it's just Anthony. What? Why don't you take our next story? Oh, okay. Well, I thought this since you're. Uh, um, oh no! No, I've already had three stories this this I'm sorry. time. You I, have one. Well, I thought this was for Kirk Cameron, but it's for David Cameron. I'm sorry. I, and I, I know you love to talk about Kirk Cameron because you used to masturbate to him. So, but I'm um, sorry. This is for Kirk Cameron. And Out for Marriage says David Cameron personally backs gay religious marriages. And following discussions with the Prime Minister at Downing Street reception yesterday, the group Out for Marriage said David Cameron had given the strong impression that he personally supports giving churches and other religious institutions the right to hold gay wedding ceremonies if they do so in English England and Wales. Chip Chip Hero, the Scottish government, announced oh, this morning. <laughs> That's my terrible British impersonation. But British guys are so hot. Um, the Scottish government announced this warning it tends to bring forward legislation which will allow gay couples to marry on religious premises as long as as the faith and celebrant do not object. Members of Out for Marriage who discuss equal marriage rights with the Prime Minister said Mr. Cameron was adamant that churches should be protected from being compelled to conduct gay wedding ceremonies, but he has he has he was keen for de- he was keen for debate in the church as he recognized different opinions with some vicars happy to celebrate gay weddings. The group says the Prime Minister left the clear impression that he would be content in supporting churches and other religious institutions who choose to solemnize gay marriages as long as the required protections were in place for those that that did not. But he did, but he said that he did, but he said that a debate on the issue still needs to take place. So, and this story is a lot longer than I thought it was going to be, but anyhow, so yay, David Cameron. I would like to pause at this moment and invite people to join us 
on Sundays live in the Pride 48 chat room because you're missing the great backstory of everyone talking about Anthony's horrible accent. <laughs> Why is he talking like a gay used car salesman? He sounds like a drunk Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's definitely the show title. Thank you, Drunk Barbara Walters. That's definitely I'm going to copy that right now and start for the show title. That's thank that goes to Techno Cowboy this week. <laughs> uh, hey, I never said I was a great actor. That's why I have these guys here. <laughs> it's a good thing you never said you're a great actor because you're not even a shitty one. <laughs> Hey, I could do. Hey, 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 I acted myself straight for several years. Okay, I can do it. <laughs> I played the straight part very well for my family. They had no clue. My mom thought, you know, Anthony can't be gay because gay people know how to dress well. No, all gay people know how to do well is suck cock. Yes, exactly. And even then, sometimes. <laughs> All right, so uh, while I start uh, prepping the show title, Brother Sinatus, um actually, this might be a repeat story, but go ahead, uh, tell us about what's okay, going on. Okay, Republicans join push for marriage equality in Maine. 20 Republicans. Republicans. 20 Republican leaders have joined a Republican group pushing for marriage equality in Maine. At, press, at a press conference yesterday, State Representative Stacy Fitz explained how he changed his mind what the hell happened there? Hey. I think they call it a skyquake. Wow. Oh, God. Chick-fil-A attacked us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I guess they did. So, chat room, can you still hear me? I bet you. I bet there you, they are, they say. I bet, I bet you I got to refresh the chat. Hold on. No, they know it. They hear us. I lost, like, everything. I, like, somebody must have, like, tried to bomb my internet connection or something like that. Well... Interesting times, folks. Um, all right, so Brother Sinatus, why don't you just summarize that? Because well, I mean, guess what? Um, Stacy Fitz said is that he voted one way in tw- uh, two thousand nine, but he got to know some gay people and he found that they um, were not that different from him, and so he changed his mind. Well, there you go. See, see, folks, education does work. You spend the time, you go out, you talk to your representatives, you get to know them, and then sometimes you can't actually change their mind. Yeah, a Chick-fil-A denial service attack against this weekend gay. I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm not that much a conspiracy. Th- well, maybe a little. So. Yes, you are. <laughs> Once again, I would like to thank Adam Curry for allowing This Week in Gay on the No Agenda Network, uh, who allows us to broadcast this show with all the other conspiracy shows. So thank you, folks, for, uh, for, yeah, for your support. <laughs> all right, on to the last story. Scott, what's going on on uh, the other side of the continent? Or Actually, I think this is near you. I don't know where it is. All I know is that three-year-old Trip Palin says... Faggot. Gasp. I don't... Okay, so the Palins have never been known for being particularly gay-friendly. Unfortunately, it seems as if the youngest member of the family, Trip, who's like like two or three or something, is following the footsteps of his elders. A newly released clip from the Lifetime reality series Bristol Palin, Life's a Trip, shows Trip Palin uttering a homophobic slur when Mom Bristol and Aunt Willa won't let him visit the swimming pool. The Palin sisters gasp and then giggle when three-year-old Tripp's temper tantrum culminates in the tot calling his aunt a faggot. Now, I love how they're saying, oh, no, no, no. He didn't say faggot. He said fucker. Well, that's the thing is that it's beeped out and you can't figure out what the hell he did say. But there's got to be somewhere there's got to be the actual video that's unbleeped somewhere. But I love that you're defending him that say, oh, no, he said fucker. Like, yeah. fucker's so much better. Yeah, yeah. Instead of saying, oh, no, we should have disciplined him on both. First of all, what a wonderfully 
good example of quality mothering and uh, taking care of your kids that the Palins do. I mean, they are just the prime example of what God intends to have as you, you basically, you know, you live the American dream of shooting, uh, you know, moose from helicopters and basically training your kids to grow up to be assholes. I mean, what better way to do it? And, yeah, you know, it's all about the same... What? It's all about the sanctity of marriage because of her husband. Her husband. Oh, that's right. She's not married. Who's hot? Who's hot? I was just thinking Sarah Palin's husband is hot. Oh, really? No, they're not married. No, I'm talking about uh, Sarah, not not uh, Bristol. Jesus. But the baby daddy is hot. Oh, yeah. Well, that I agree guy. the baby daddy's name? hot, too. Um, Eli, what's his name? Levi? Levi. Yeah, Levi. Yeah, he actually posed for a gay magazine, so. Um, but yeah, I, I, well, oh, Todd, that's right. Todd Palin. Well, you know what? I, I, you, you know, he could be as hot as he want, but if he's a, you know, a homophobic asshole, you know, I, he's, he, that takes the attraction down way for me. So, all right. Well, I think that wraps up this week's episode of this week in gay. And we're actually running a little bit early for a change. So uh, for a change for, <laughs> for a change. And so, uh, so anything else we want to talk about this week? Lots of gay Olympics in there. Out gay. Oh yeah. Do you guys obviously heard about the, uh, that, uh, there was so much going on in grinder at the Olympics that it basically has been crashing grinder servers. That's why all those at- faggot Olympians. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, they're more lesbians than uh, than gay boys. Oh, really? It's true. They show yeah. up. Yeah. Lesbians don't use grinder. Well, that's no, they have. True, uh, what's what's the, called? What's the lesbian version of that? Liquor. Liquor. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I I found that interesting. I'm like, wow, there's so much hooking up going on in the Olympics right now on grinder that grinder's actually crashing. That is. That is amazing. So, um, oh, I just got a little message. Our connection closed. Chat room, can you still hear me? No stream again, I'm told. Uh, all right. Well, anyhow, let's. Uh, this is what happens when we mess with the Christians? Yeah, you think so? Something weird's going on on my network. But uh, anyhow, so let's uh, just do a quick go around, give everybody a chance to tell us about their shows, and then we'll wrap this one up. So, without any further ado, Mr. Brother Sinatus. Hey, I do audio booze, and I'm occasionally in Google Plus and maybe a Twitter or two. So you can check out check me out there. At uh, where can we check you out at? Spell oh. your spell your name, Mister Sinatus. At Brother Sinatus, B R O T H E R C I N A E D U S. There you go. And then, uh, Mister Sater Spear, what's going on in your world? Well, you can find me at my podcast, The Satyr Sphere, S-A-T-Y-R-S-P-H-E-R-E. Got it? Write it down. (laughs) I'll wait till you get the pencil if you like. You can find us on iTunes or over on the web at www.satyrsphere.blogspot.com, or you can find us on Twitter's at Satyrsphere, or you can call my listener line at two. Oh, wait, that's that's not – I don't need a whole – yeah. Okay. So yeah, come and listen to this show. It's a, it's a very funny show. I enjoy it. And we have a new sponsor at the Satosphere. Gasp. You don't listen to the show, do you, Anthony? No. 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 <laughs> because if you did, you'd know that we have a new sponsor in Spunk Lube. Spunk Lube. Yes. And we are giving away free bottles of Spunk Lube for our listeners. Really? I'm assuming yes. it's SpunkLube.com. Spunklube.com. Mm-hmm. Spunklube resembles natural body lubrication. Ooh. It's amazing. It does look like cum. It's really frightening. Oh, wow. Wow. And that, you, you, oh, interesting. Hmm, I may have to get myself one of these. And so for our listeners, if they'll leave us an iTunes review or update an old iTunes review, that's our first contest. At the end of the month, we'll do a drawing to see who will get a free bottle of Spunk Lube. All right. And then uh, last but not least, Mr. David, that Blue Jeans Guy. Yes, host of that Blue Jeans Guy podcast, a semi-weekly podcast featuring whatever's going on in my life and whatever's going on in the world around me. And um, it's 100% conspiracy theory free. 
<laughs> Just saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, you go ahead and live the lie that the, the world has told you. Sure, go go on. So I still love you anyway, David. <laughs> uh, uh, Anthony, just keep wearing that tinfoil hat because it, there's actually been a, a, a study that's proven that they actually enhance the radio waves. Well, they don't block them. Well, all I, can say, I don't wear the tinfoil hat for that. That, that protects me from the sun. <laughs> That's true. You are kind of pale. I'm pale as I got the palest Italian you've ever met. Well, it's, I, yeah, oh. it's true. Yeah. I got to watch. I have these weird things on my nose. I might have cancer. We'll find out. They're called nostrils. No, <laughs> these aren't nostrils. So, um, anyhow, so I'm Anthony, and uh, you can check me out and all my friends at ashantinolemon.com. And uh, you can also find out more information about. This Week in Gay at ThisWeekinGay.com. And any donations, your donations help keep the show running, folks. Uh, basically helps pay for our server costs. Basically helps for advertising. And in the occasional uh, hardware or upgrade or whatever needs, m- mostly server costs. But your donations really help, and we thank you all uh, for your support. That being said, uh, stay boy for stay tuned for Country Boy West coming up next on Pride 48, and we will catch you next week at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Pride48.com. Thank you, folks, and thank you, chat room. You guys were great this week. Come back next week. So, uh, bye bye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>